0: You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. Hope you've had a marvelous day. My name is Petra, and I've recently started paying more attention into the way I do code reviews, as we've had more developers join our company. I think it's a super important practice and increases code quality as well as develops your whole dev team. I've heard people have quite different approaches when reviewing code, and to hear about one more, I decided to call you. So could you explain what's your thinking process when starting to review a new pull request? And would will also be cool to hear if you have any tips on how one could become a better reviewer. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey, Petro, thank you so much for the question. Um, yeah, so uh, co- code reviews is definitely something that's been a part of my career for uh, as long as I've been developing, really. Um, and I certainly have gotten better at it over time. I think the one, one thing that can help a lot with code reviews um, that was like a big problem for me when I was first getting into it is trying to get rid of all of the nitpicky stuff through automated tools. And so Prettier helped us with this a lot. Um, where you uh, like the thing is, when you're looking at a, a code review, it, it really feels like you need to say something. And um, that's just like the natural feeling that I always had. And so, if I couldn't find anything constructive to say, I would just like nitpick on something stupid. And so, yeah, having uh, reducing the likelihood that that will happen through the use of tools uh, can be really helpful. Um, and so, now I'm at a point where if my tool didn't catch this, then I d- I'm not allowed to nitpick on something. Uh, Now, like maybe the way that something's written or like confusing logic or uh, confusing variable names or something like that, I I can still maybe nitpick on some of that. Um, Or or I can say, you know, what often will happen is uh, if there is a, um, I'm not a fan of the way something was implemented, rather than just saying, I'm not a fan of the way this is implemented, I'll say, um, hey, could you write a test to cover this case? And then in uh, the process of them writing that test, they'll realize that their implementation doesn't uh, solve that or handle that case. And then they'll change their implementation. So looking for ways to um, like if if the implementation doesn't handle something that you think it needs to handle, uh, rather than uh, just trying to explain that uh, you can, I mean, you you can maybe try to explain it, but just say hey like here's a test um try to make sure that your implementation passes this this test or handles this use case or something um yeah and then of course there's always the you know make sure that you're not being personal and and talk about the code and not the person and um and it like i i definitely put a fair bit of effort in um thanking people for making the contribution that they're making uh, before i uh, start talking about the things that I want changed and stuff like that so I would suggest doing um you know make make sure that you don't um make people feel shamed or something like that um especially in an open source context um but also there was a, a chat with Kent episode chats with Kent episode that's a, another podcast that I've got um in season three, episode four with Dr. Michaela Grayler. I'm not sure if I'm saying her last name correctly. Um, I probably said it wrong in the podcast episode as well. Um, But she is like a code review master. Um, That's, she does workshops for it um and she worked at Microsoft for a long time and uh a big part of what she did was code review stuff so um i would recommend giving that a listen i'll I'll link to it in the uh, notes for this episode um but yeah she has really good thoughts uh she has her her workshops she also has this um and there's a link to this youtube video 10 tips for respectful and constructive code review feedback Um, which is by her, Um, and uh, yeah, let's see, it's like 11 11 minutes, 11 and a half minutes long. Um, So yeah, you can give that a look, Uh, she's she's brilliant. Um, So I would defer any opinions about code review to her. Um, And I think, um, yeah, the other thing is like, I find often that, uh, I find this in myself, if the PR is very large, then I don't review it as carefully as if it's very small. And um, just keep that in mind, if that's something that you do. Um, One thing to help review large PRs is to actually pull it down and try to use it in some way, um, rather than just trying to understand everything from the the code perspective. The other thing that I've I've done um, actually is I started to care less about things that don't um, matter quite as much. For example, Um, I mean, if we're shipping something uh, to production, and it it can have like far reaching impacts on our company or something, then yeah, we're going to review that very closely. But if this is just um, some script or or, uh, something for CI or whatever, um, I don't typically care too much to uh, review that super closely. Um, And I'll... um, and typically just trust the engineer and if it breaks then it's like well okay now we gotta go look at this more uh, carefully uh, so yeah like also keep in mind um how critical uh these changes are and if they're not super critical then um i don't think that you need to worry too much about like being very nitpicky um and thorough i guess not as thorough so anyway uh just a couple ideas hopefully that's helpful to you and i hope you have a marvelous day This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at com and get your own questions answered at kentcdodds.com slash calls.